0: Uh, I guess we're going, this is us, this is a We Should Start a Podcast Episode 3, welcome and congratulations to everyone, last time it was congratulations to us, actually no the first episode was congratulations to us because we put an, an episode out, um, this time let's just say congratulations to everybody for for finding us because we're about to bless your life, and welcome.
1: also just listening to three episodes, that's a big deal,
0: yeah, <laughs> Yeah, if you unless you started on episode three, in which case you're doing it wrong. But yeah. I wouldn't even be mad, because this is about to be the best one. So listen to this one first, and then go back and just, instead of saying these guys suck, say, wow, look, they've come a long way.
1: Yeah, that would so, be nice. That would give us good feelings. Yeah. Okay, well, let's start <clears throat> off with uh, our uh, beer of the week. Our, All right. A little segment we did call We Should Drink a Beer. And uh, I'll start out. I am... Uh, Drinking something out of Bend, Oregon, called River Bend. Uh, Or, I'm sorry, the brewery is River Bend Brewing Company. And this beer is called the Hawaiian Crunk. It's got passion orange and guava. It's a milkshake IPA. And that
0: milkshake? Did you say milkshake IPA? Yeah.
1: And that was a little off putting at first, but so far, so good. Uh, I think it's just more of those, it's a hazy, and they like to call it milkshake because it's thick. At least that's what they get. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen like milkshake.
0: Or, and I don't really know what that means as far as beer is concerned.
1: It's just a hazy, um, you know. It's just okay. Like so doesn't actually England's. have dairy products in it. No. Well, okay. So some of them do. Um, don't let that fool you, because there's a spot down here in the Seattle area that actually does put um, lact uh, whatever the lact something that which is the the milk protein inside their beer, which I'm not too hip to. But this one doesn't. It's delicious. Lactose? It's is it lactose? But like, there's a certain Maybe it is just
0: lactose.
1: In fact, like there's a, just a more sugar. scientific name to it, though, like lactose bacilliamis or something like that. Um, oh, okay,
0: well maybe. But it's good. <clears throat>
1: it's delicious. It's it's sweet. It's got a little bite from the IPA, and uh, I think it's good. It makes you feel like makes you feel like you're in Hawaii, which I always like.
0: Wow. Well, um, that sounds amazing. Um, I have uh, an offering from Stone Brewery. Um, in was it Escondido, California, or something like that?
1: San Diego, I think.
0: Saint No, they're not from San Diego.
1: I went to the brewery. They're in from San California. Diego.
0: They're from somewhere in California.
1: They have a spot in San Diego. Uh, yeah, es- I'll say that much.
0: Escondido, California. I got it right. It's Escondido. Okay. Um. So it's called Grapefruit Slam IPA. It's a limited issue. It is. Uh, it's very bitter. Um, I I guess I I guess I should have expected that. Being it's a double IPA with grapefruit peel in it, which grapefruit is bitter, so grapefruit peel must be even bitterer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um keep going. But yeah, it's uh it was a little bit more than I expected, but it's good.
1: What's the uh what's the ABV?
0: Oh geez, I don't know. Would you say the ABV? Yeah. Yeah, eight percent.
1: Ooh boy, I'm only at a mere seven, so you
0: got me. There. Oh, you're that's fine. Baby but steps. you only got it like a twelve ounce. I got a twenty-two. No, so. no,
1: this is a sixteen ounce. This is a tall boy.
0: Oh, you got you. Okay, well then, yeah, just keep it keep it rolling then. All right, so yeah, we should drink a beer, and we do. Um, so shout out to Stone Brewing and Riverbend Brewing. Yeah, and, um, and everybody
1: just, listening, this is your cue to uh, beverage of your choice. Uh, it makes the podcast much more interesting for you.
0: Yeah, you're you're coming through pretty muffled on my uh on my phone here so i need you to stop eating the microphone sorry yeah
1: okay. i am hungry i'm so hungry. now that we
0: got that out of the way speaking of solving a problem which i just did by telling you to stop eating your microphone um <clears throat> i'm gonna combine two segments this this episode um i'm combining we should solve a problem um with we should make some money or we should get rich this is these are three segments that don't always occur at the same time on the podcast, but this week they are because there's a serious problem happening in the cities of our country. Maybe the cities of the world. So, I'm going to start this off by saying people love dogs, right? Yeah. We can all agree that dogs are a man's best friend. Dogs are good boys and good girls, and they just Could save. make human life better by being around and loving us unconditionally and just being great i mean and if and if a dog is bad it's because of bad people not because of the dog
1: or you're a Um, cat person uh, yeah which we won't talk about that those
0: people probably don't listen to the podcast but (laughs) um,
1: i do like like kittens though side side note kittens yeah well
0: baby animals in general that's true. Just get a pass. Get a pass. Because, okay, now
1: that I'm distracted know. with baby animals, have you seen a baby platypus? It's pretty adorable. Uh,
0: no, but I'll have to look up yeah, that look later because my okay. imagination is coming up with some adorable ideas. Um, so here's the problem, though, because in cities where, um, like Seattle, for example, which is where we're kind of centrally located, the more people have dogs than kids in like the city limits so there are a lot of dogs and that's that's fine like dogs are great but when you live in an apartment building um and every person that lives in that apartment building has a dog and every person that has a dog walks their dog outside of the building the dogs need to pee somewhere but well well guess what you have like a two foot strip of grass that every single dog in that building pees on that whole street smells like dog pee true And this this is a problem. Like, what what can we do to alleviate the dog pee smell? Because we're taking care of these dogs, but we are stinking up our cities. And granted, if you're downtown, it probably smells more like human pee. But that's a separate problem entirely that we're not even going to begin to address in this episode. So, what I want to come up with is we need to come up with a solution for this. Um i think my my idea is designing a dog toilet now what would this dog toilet look like um hmm. because the dog needs to be able to flush it and the dog needs to be able to use it um and the dog and it needs to be you know for male and female dogs because some people have both so you're not going to get a separate toilet for your male dog and your for, for your female dog hmm. so it's like a so what's it going to look like for dogs Yeah, Um, yeah. because they don't care. They don't need they don't need privacy. They just need a place to go and they understand that they don't they're not supposed to go on your carpet. Well, they should understand. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm getting over a cold, so I'm going to have to be clearing my throat a lot. But so uh, what do you think? Because I'm thinking like it's going to have to have like a half wall. Maybe it looks like a wave with grass in the bottom so that if it's a girl she squats and if it's a guy like lifts its leg um what do you th- what do you think like I, I need your input here this is <laughs> where the design phase i here. think
1: um if you're gonna do something like this you know they have those outdoor you know camping style bathroom tent things that you can just pop up they're somewhat like a pop-up urinal and oh, no, i'm sorry not a urinal but a uh, porta potty and it's basically just a cover for you to do your, your business in a bucket or whatnot. Being as they're made for camping? Yeah, yeah. They got those for camping.
0: Have you seen for, those? For when you're out in isolation in the woods?
1: Yeah. Well, or if you're at a campground and there's other people around and you or you're in a big group, you can kind of do the I'm gonna go into the bathroom thing, but it's basically just a bucket with a, a tiny porta potty tent around it. Oh, okay. It's a real thing. You should look it up. Um Okay. But with that being said, you could do something like that for the dogs, I guess. Where uh, you, I've seen some, uh, what is it, so like sunscreen or some sunshades that you put in your windshield to keep the sun out? That basically fold up really, really small. That almost small. Well, the, the dogs place.
0: don't need. The dogs don't need. Don't need really need privacy though, because nobody cares. Everybody's used to. You said dogs you too.
1: just said some privacy. though, like maybe like a half a wall or something like that. So just open up the. Well, I was. Thing, I was thinking over. the half.
0: I, I was thinking the half wall because like most boy dogs like to pee onto something. Wait, okay, about
1: what dogs need and don't need, like, dogs in Seattle have raincoats, and dogs don't need raincoats.
0: I can't hear what you're saying. You're eating your microphone again.
1: Dogs in Seattle have raincoats, and dogs don't need raincoats.
0: (laughs) This is true. This is true. Um, Okay, so, sure, let's, let's give them, uh, okay, so, we're going to upgrade our idea to dog honey buckets that can sit on people's apartment balconies. So, oh, well, I was just thinking if um, you're out it...
1: walking around kind of thing. Like, Oh, you got to go. And there's a lot of people looking around. I'll just open up this little tent thing, pop it over you. You do your thing and we roll.
0: Okay. Well, this doesn't solve the the pee problem unless you're you are people aren't gonna like carry a bag of dog pee. I was thinking of toilets for their apartment, but I guess dogs still need walks oh, and dogs want to.
1: I was way lost. I thought we were like out in the walk or something. I didn't know this is in the apartment. Wow,
0: my solution is not feasible because I totally <laughs> discounted the fact that dogs still need to get walked.
1: Yeah, and that's where they do all their business. That like, you can't tell them when to go; they're gonna go when they want to go.
0: Oh man, well I guess we just need to get used to the pee smell then.
1: Or we just gotta pee more so it smells like
0: human pee instead of dog pee.
1: Show them who, I owns. Guess, yeah, Show them who we'll owns the ch- city.
0: Chalk that one up to not solved, I guess.
1: All right. Well, you know, maybe we can get some uh, suggestions online or something. We'll do some more research. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll do. Yeah, okay. So we're still in the design phase. Okay. Uh,
1: well, how about this—the uh, work-life balance tip of the week? Let's do that. That seems like a good,
0: good idea. Oh, yeah, I skipped right over that. You, so, s-
1: you sound exhausted, so... It,
0: it's, my t- it's my turn. My turn. You got the last one. So, my work-life balance tip of the week is people need to get sleep. Um, and that's, you know, the doctor recommends eight hours, which for most people is not practical at all, myself included. And I usually thought, you know, I'll, I'll work my butt off during the week and I'll get caught up um, on the weekend. But I saw a study recently online and... I can't, uh, like, give you the source of the study that I saw because I don't remember where I saw it. You could probably look it up. But basically what it was saying is that uh, you can't do that. Like, sleeping more on the weekend does not make up for lost sleep during the week. Right. So, if you don't sleep during the week, then you're just not getting enough sleep. And you can't. You can sleep all weekend and it's not going to help the damage that's done by not sleeping enough during the week so
1: i like it get more sleep i don't know it's good good advice
0: yeah it's just it's important like if you've got stuff that you think is so important that you have to like let your sleep go to take care of it i hate to break it to you but um the world's not gonna end if you don't do that one thing so maybe just learn to prioritize a little bit better and say, you know what, this isn't really that important. I need to take care of myself because my health is first and foremost.
1: To all those hustlers so, out there, you gotta hustle sleep too.
0: Yeah, hustle sleep. You want to take a nap? You got a little bit extra time? Take a nap.
1: That'll be our official. I, I love. We just did a podcast shirt. Hustle sleep.
0: Nice. I like that actually. Um, nobody will get it except for us, but you know, it's well, a message that people be conversation to starter. <laughs> yeah cool so we'll sell a couple of shirts and use that money to buy some for ourselves.
1: i like it good tip
0: all right how um, about
1: uh nick you want me to do this one i can uh, do this number one. four yeah let's do number four number oh, four yeah. on our list of things to talk about uh fun things uh That we did, or in particular, we'll call the segment that we should get out more. And what did I do this weekend with some friends? Man, it all kind of rolls into one.
0: Wow, you must have a lot of friends. No, not that that
1: many. It's like three, but. um, (laughs) What did we do this? I I I went out and and saw a a bunch of old friends. this last weekend, but I, I would say a couple weekends ago, since we are in between frequencies on this podcast, is uh, my girlfriend Sydney and I went to uh, a soccer game, in particular the Sounders, with another friend of ours. And it had been, it's actually, it was our first game of the season. It's like their third thing total. And, uh, you know, we went downtown down to the stadium, Soto, kind of hung out, got some food, and, uh, we showed up to the game. And they already scored two goals, and we were only, you know, ten minutes late to the game. But they just scored a bunch, and uh, you know, hung out by the supporters section, and just we had a good time. We always liked soccer games, and this was our first one of the year, and it was kind of a good kickoff to what could potentially be what the summer looks like. Hopefully, we'll see.
0: You know what? I've I'm not like a big soccer fan. I've been to one Sounders game, and I but I've been like. Downtown during soccer's game, Sounders games, and I can recognize that the atmosphere around soccer games is electric. Like it's it's just it's fun. the best. Like, yeah, people are just super pumped about it, and it's very infectious. So even if you're not into soccer, like you you have a good time.
1: Maybe that should be one of our, so, uh, our one of our next segments. Is that we should go on a field trip and and Tyler and Nick go to a soccer game together.
0: We could, would you know the the Seattle. What is it? The Seattle Rain? They moved to Tacoma, so I don't even have to go anywhere. I could just go to a
1: oh yeah women's true. pro
0: soccer game in Tacoma.
1: Is Sounders too? So. They're down there as well. The Sounders? Yeah, like the the but, um, the, the semi-pro team, like right? the like the yeah. I guess it's like the developmental squad. They're they're down there as well.
0: Isn't that the Stars or something?
1: No, that's the in, that's indoor soccer.
0: Oh geez, there's so much soccer.
1: Yeah, that's a hotbed up here. <laughs>
0: okay, um so my uh we should get out more um doesn't involve my whole family just involves my uh oldest daughter who's four um basically what I did is um i we got in our truck and or my truck, I guess, and we drove around until we spotted one of those uh electric scooter rental things that are just like littering the cities mm-hmm. and i th- I threw it in the back of the truck. And I we drove back to our house and pulled it out and we rode it down to a, uh, the fun street by our house and went and got donuts and went to a record shop and then just like rode the scooter around and she's four so she had she has has a lot of fun on it and it's probably against regulations to have two people on it let alone like a child so um, she was wearing a helmet I will say that
1: good safety um, safety is sexy
0: yeah. So, well, we're talking about kids here, man. Don't bring sexy into it. No, but I mean, so, all together,
1: safety is sexy.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> whatever. Um, so, we had we had fun. She she enjoyed it. And um, I found the more time that I could, like, do fun stuff with her one-on-one, the better behaved she is in general. So, um, But it was a good time. I uh, went to the record store, got a couple records. Um, so, yeah
1: was this like your that favorite was my, record uh, store in town or something or
0: yeah yeah high voltage records in tacoma um it's a good spot did you go to record le- store le- day is coming up did you go to legendary the date. too i got two we got uh um the gaslight anthem um oh. 59 sound album yeah and uh um a, a newer album by maggie rogers who um i said saw i'd seen it popped up and on something as a recommended so i checked it out and i was like yeah i'll get that because it's it's just a good like you put it on and it's it's a, it's good music so you can either have it as background music or you can listen to it and it works either way um just a singer-songwriter kind of more modern i guess i don't know so yeah that was my uh that was my uh weekend last weekend
1: nice follow dollar time that's always good i from all the parents yeah. that I know, that's always a good time—the most memorable stuff. So, yeah, it's awesome. Well, you, you guys right. are also doing something else too, the little side project between you two.
0: Yeah, well, that's—we're saving that for the end. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. at the end of the podcast. Spoiler alert. So now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, and when I say everyone, I mean my favorite, and I think Nick's favorite too. Um, we should learn something, and in this segment. I'll explain the rules for first-time listeners because I'm sure there'll be hundreds. Um, What we do is we go to Wikipedia, click on a random article five times, write down those five articles, choose one to research, and then bring back that information to the podcast. So basically, we are learning something that we never would have been interested in before, but we're going to just randomly learn about something new to just enrich our lives. So, uh, I'll go first this time, because it sounded like, based on what you told me, um, you had better luck than I did.
1: I mean, I might have overhyped the... it, but it they were better than my <clears throat> first go-around, because I had terrible choices okay. the first
0: time. Yeah, mine, mine were pretty bad this week. So, the thing about Wikipedia is that it's so vast, there's millions and millions of articles, and some of them are just not interesting. So... I'll read mine first, and how this works is I read my five, and then Nick has to try to guess which one I picked, and right or wrong, it doesn't matter, it's just a little fun thing, and then I explain a little bit about the one I picked. So, number one, Jim Lang, who is an American television and film composer. Number two, Stephen Chapin, an American historian and sociologist of science. I got a lot of people on mine this time. Number three, Gerard Blige. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Does not
1: sound like um, you're pronouncing is, that right.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not. He's, he's an Australian politician. Uh, four uh, Dra Kabila uh, This is a town and commune in Algeria. And five Hangtime, the nineteen eighty eight album by the band Soul Asylum.
1: Oh, man. I I feel like it's that last one. Um, but I'm going to go with the town in Algeria.
0: Uh, no, you're wrong. That one had like... It was like a fragment. It wasn't even a complete sentence, like the whole article. So yeah. I was like, okay, this isn't going to be good. So I didn't do that. Um, I actually went with Jim Lang, the American television and film composer. And there's not a whole lot about him. It's a short article. Basically... He, uh, his notoriety comes from scoring the Nickelodeon series, Hey Arnold.
1: Ooh, good show. And the,
0: the Hey Arnold movie that came out in 2002, as well as the television film, Hey Arnold, the Jungle Movie in 2017. He's done a few other works, um, but that, those are his main ones. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's his, uh, that's his Wikipedia article. So actually when I was doing this research, I looked a little bit into the Hangtime album for Soul Asylum and got into a little bit of a Wikipedia hole on the band Soul Asylum. So, but, yeah, it was... So you did pick that one? Th- no, I didn't. I, like, read a little bit about it. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I can't pick this. <laughs> but the, <laughs> they actually have a lot of albums. So.
1: What is Soul Asylum? Soul Asylum? Is that where your soul goes to?
0: Go it's crazy. The safe house, I guess. Mm, okay. For your soul, I don't. I don't know.
1: I think like it's the insane asylum, right? And that's where you go if you're crazy. So, do so you go to this place so your soul can? I don't even know, man.
0: It's deep. Well, I, that's I think of it more of a like uh, yeah, whoa, man, runaway train. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, okay, cool. Well, yeah, that one was pretty lame. Sorry. Much like <laughs> it my, was. Much like my last episode. That was not... I don't even remember what my article was last time, but it
0: was... I don't either. Really lame. <laughs>
1: exactly. It was unrememberable. Um, so I've got these five. So let's see which one you think I picked. Ooh. The first one is the Salt River Canyon Wilderness.
0: Ooh, that sounds fun
1: The second one I cannot pronounce I'm going to butcher it um, Oh wait here Let me just say I got good you know Variety in, in my picks um, Thank you Wikipedia uh, I'm going to butcher this Ueno Toshogu and There's like hey, lines nice. ab- above some of the letters So it's
0: Japanese I'll tell you that much okay. Uh Nichol- so we know you're definitely pronouncing it wrong.
1: No, I'm probably pronouncing it right, but you just don't understand. Uh Nicholas Sneathen, some dude. Uh
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to stop you there. I I can't hear anything you're saying.
1: <laughs> really? It must be my headphones. How about now? That's clear, yeah. Okay. Uh so Nicholas Snevin was the last guy that
0: our last Nicholas topic. Nicholas Snevin or S- Snethen. Slevin or Snevin? Sneven, Almost like... Okay.
1: I want to say Slytherin, but that's not right. Sneven. Okay. Uh, 1960 Wisconsin Badgers football team. What year? 1960.
0: Oh, I know that team. Really? They're famous for the... Uh, just kidding. I have no idea.
1: i would say because I looked them up. They're not famous for anything. <laughs> Even their draft <laughs> picks for that year that went to, uh, into the NFL were not... At least I don't know them uh then the well, last one is charles ingram i'll get i will i will give this much he's a british army officer
0: okay um i'm gonna guess that you probably went with the first one the wilderness one
1: damn it you're good you know me too well
0: well i it, well, it just it sounded interesting off the bat like what was it called again salt
1: river canyon
0: wilderness yeah, see that just sounds adventurous. I want I want to go there now. And you know. It's a very good branding.
1: You're actually right cuz it is very adventurous. However, I did kind of go with the I, I was leaning towards the you know Toshogu, which is basically shrines in um in I don't remember where in Japan this shrine is, but they're I want to Nick, say did you
0: research more than one topic? I d- might
1: have dabbled in all of them. Okay. And then eliminated accordingly. And and I will say my uh, Wikipedia page, even for this one, was not that detailed, so I might have diverged a little bit, just to make it a little more interesting, because I felt like it okay. wasn't doing it justice.
0: Well, okay, well, Wikipedia, you know, it doesn't have all the information, but if it piques your interest enough, then then that's doing its job, I guess. I'll give them a pass on this
1: one. I think it's a lot be- due to the fact that it's just not a, um easily accessible area, so... I'll just get right into it. Well, maybe
0: you should be a, become a contributor and then update their... I, uh, I can't. I've never
1: been. Oh, I, I, we should go on a field trip to the Salt River Canyon w- Wilderness, and we'll we'll add to the Wikipedia page. Um, so, okay, well,
0: why don't you tell us about it? We'll <laughs> to you about
1: it? You'll probably want to go after this. It's in Arizona. It's referred to as Arizona's Grand Canyon, which I always thought the Grand Canyon kind of went through Arizona, so that shows Yeah, my...
0: I thought that was...
1: It might in... touch a little bit. I don't know, but... I should have looked
0: into that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll look that up while you're talking. Yeah,
1: uh, it's in the Tonto National Forest in Arizona. It's got about. It's just over. Thir- I got some conflicting numbers that I see thirty-two thousand one hundred one acres. And then I've seen something about thirty-two thousand four hundred something like that. So maybe they scored some more land. Uh, I don't know. It was established back in 1984, and the elevation ranges in the wilderness area range from 2,200 feet to 4,200 feet with uh, the White Ledge Mountain being the highest point in the Salt River Canyon w- wilderness, which is pretty cool because looking at some of the pictures, it's very much what you would imagine Arizona to look like. It's very kind of, it's mountainous terrain in a sense, but there's instead of trees, it's a bunch of cactus and, and, and low-lying bushes. But then you get these really swath or uh, large areas of just crazy cliffs and valleys and stuff. So um, I think the pictures, I can only imagine what White Ledge Mountain looks like. The crazy thing about this place is that it there are no maintained trails. So if you go out to this area, you're just, for the most part, bushwhacking. Um, at least from what I can tell, it's not like some of the stuff you have out in Yosemite or whatnot, um, or even, uh, what's it, Monument National is it the monuments over in Utah or that might be Arizona too, but a lot, yeah, of, I think so. a lot of these national parks where, you know, there's groomed, maintained trails, they might be still, you know, dirt paths, but they're still maintained. And this place is just literally wilderness. Um, and and you you can get there by U S route 60 and it, it actually traverses through a rounding, a winding route through the, the canyon, which I can only imagine looks super cool and this place is not necessarily known for hiking or whatnot. It's actually m- more of a whitewater rafting destination. There's 27 rapids okay. that go through this area. And uh, you can kind of access it any time of the year. But the the most popular time and when permits are required are from March 1st through May 15th. And they limit the, si- the size of the groups to 15 people. Uh, kind of like the enchantments here up in in Washington where you got to get a permit a lottery and they only let you, so many people up there in that time frame just because they kind of want to maintain it or or keep it preserved for its natural beauty for other people and it's it seems really cool i mean i, I i'm not a white water guy but some of those pictures look pretty rad and also a little scary too it
0: sounds like it's a a little more of an off the beaten path like locals only kind of national area.
1: Well, the funny thing is is there's actually uh, an area called the Salt Banks area that's only accessible to those who are enrolled as members of a tribe, mainly because it's a sensitive cultural and religious area. So you can't actually, if you're you're rafting down there, you're not supposed to get out just because it's, you know, again, cultural and religious site. So if you get caught, you can imagine there'll be some sort of fines or or uh, actions against you but it looking at the view, the few pictures that I've seen about this place it, it looks super rad um I'd be into
0: Yeah it looks like it's hopping on a raft going down there too Nice have you been whitewater rafting before
1: I've gone once yeah I've actually done the uh is it the Wenatchee that goes to Leavenworth um
0: I've gone I've done the Wenatchee too Yeah it's 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 fun man It's a good time it's it is legit it's, there's some legit rapids in there
1: well, that should be another one of our field trips.
0: <clears throat> we could do that. Leavenworth is, is always a good time. Yeah, this
1: was actually, uh, I did go towards this one, obviously, because the wilderness thing, but it, it just, it, it was it, it, I had to go outside of Wikipedia, but it was kind of fun to see what what information I could find. I, I couldn't find a ton, but that's kind of the draw to it, too, is that people aren't just telling you all about it. It makes you want to go there yourself.
0: Yeah, when you find out about like lesser known places, you're like, Oh, I gotta get in there before it gets ruined by people. Yeah. And but then you also feel a little guilty, you're like, well maybe I should not put it on a international podcast. Such as this. Yeah. Um so to to add on to your story, uh Grand Canyon Grand Canyon National Park is hundred percent in Arizona, so I don't know what they're talking about. That's weird. Um, Yeah. So,
1: I'm pretty sure that's what I read. So, hopefully, I didn't. Well, it's possible
0: we may have that, misrepresented it, but um, it's (laughs) it's definitely not as big as Grand Canyon, but it's probably less crowded. So,
1: still looks super cool. Yeah. If you want, I would still go. If if you want the
0: untourist experience, then then maybe that's a spot for you. Cool. All right. So, what's our next one? What do we got what do we got next? We got the.
1: We, so we learned something today. That's always fun. Um, how about yeah. how about why don't we get serious for a little bit? Hashtag real talk.
0: Okay, we should get serious. In hmm. parentheses, not forever though. Hashtag real talk.
1: Do you wanna you wanna try this one?
0: Uh, I thought you were the one who wanted to get serious. I do want to get serious, but
1: that that salt river uh, canyon
0: really took it out of me got salt now got you <laughs> got me uh,
1: it's really affected All right, my i right i'll human I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: st- I'll start this out i'll start this out so um we we've we've taken a couple months off um and in that time i think we've been thinking a lot about life and the direction that our lives are going and um i know for me uh, it's been so there's been hard moments where I'm just thinking a lot about the direction that our country is headed and the divisiveness. And it's just it's depressing to know that both sides are resorting to tactics that are just not they're not re, they're, they're they're not respectful and sometimes They, you know, the people don't necessarily deserve respect because of the things that they've done or said. But I don't know. I'm kind of just rambling here, but basically, like I, I it shouldn't be like it shouldn't be this difficult to get along with people. Like people disagree all the time. But when you put yourself above other people and say that you're I don't know. I, I'm. Not, I'm not very. I'm not being very articulate, but I just think people need to stop being so shitty to each other. I'll just say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, man. That's uh, something I've been battling with myself too. Is just uh, the things that I I believe in and and uh, am passionate about because of the how should I say it the discourse and the lack of understanding has really gotten me to the point where I have questioned what, what is the point, you know, uh, it's tough to being an optimist to feel that way, especially for things, uh, for me in particular, one that's really been bothering me is just environmental stuff, how we just kind of don't seem to think it's very important. Um, and the divide there, and how it somehow always points back to money, or the fact that it's not a thing, or even if it's not a thing, it's it's just how little importance people put onto it. It, it it's got. It, I got to the point. Where I, I have been lately just wondering why should we even bother? You know, like you mentioned, people aren't doing anything about it. The leaders aren't leading. Um. What exactly are we doing And uh, that, that You know I had a lot of stuff happen to me Personally uh, the last few months And you know Mortality has been a real thing on my mind as well and, and that all kind of I think Rolls into the same Topic at the end of the day Is, is We are all human We all have Ideas and opinions And feelings yet we refuse to either open up about them sometimes or listen to conflicting ideas that might not align with ours because they don't prop up our, our own viewpoints. And I don't know if that's necessarily the best place to be. And the, the beauty of, of, of life wherever however you see things in terms of afterlife the the main point is that you should take advantage of of what you can do while you're here and just um, you know you know, make the mark you want to make and and make the most of it because people all over the world man they they don't some some people don't last that long some people last a really long time you just you never know and and is it worth fighting over these stupid little things when it doesn't actually truly do anything for anybody
0: yeah ultimately i think what it boils down to is that the people that have the money and the power don't want to give any ground on that and i underst- like i i understand that um because like I I feel the same way sometimes, but I just don't see how you can look at people that need so much help, like people that are suffering and like, just because like certain people were born into places of money, power and privilege does not make them more deserving of anything than the people who are born into poverty and suffering. And I I don't know it's it's basically that that's the whole problem in a nutshell is that you know the people that have everything are driving the the narrative on what what the problem is and so they can tell you what it is even though that's not what it is they just don't want to give anything up so
1: yeah I mean and that's you know special interest all, all that kind of stuff and It's, man, it's, it's depressing.
0: It's, it's very, it's very short sighted. It's like, well, I'm just going to make as much money while I'm here and whatever damage it causes, I don't even care because I'll be dead.
1: Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's, you always hear, you know, for lack of a better term, the hippies that are always like, oh, you know, you can't take your money when you die. And that's, (laughs) that's really true though. You know, it's, it's. What's the point of making all this money? well, because when you die, it's what's it for? Well,
0: you can pass it on to the people that you love, but I would argue that some of these people are incapable of love because of some of their policy. Yeah, but.
1: yeah, yeah. And but at the, at the same time, yeah, it's just oh man, this is this is such a tangled web that it's hard to yeah. even to even put it into words. Like I can't even articulate how I perceive it or feel about it because i'm just at a loss for words
0: these days. But i think the hardest part is that we're all looking at the same situation and some people are saying, "Yeah, that's definitely what they deserve." And other people are like, "Wait a minute, why? Why are we why are we treating people like this?" And everybody's looking at the same information and just interpreting it well, i really screwed that word up. Interpreting it like so differently. And that's just like that's the divide. Like you people choose to believe what supports what they already believe. Right. So,
1: and that's, and that's, there's enough to say here too, where it, it's pretty, we live in a really liberal state in particular, the area in which we live in our state generally is as a whole, I don't think is as liberal as we like to think they are. Um, Population
0: wise. Yes. it is. Yeah. Population density
1: wise. We are, we're a liberal state, but I'll be the first one to admit that both sides go to extremes that are just kind of ridiculous. It's just, come on, people. You're
0: not the first one to admit that because I said it already in this podcast.
1: Oh, did you? Okay. I must uh, (laughs) must have been spacing out.
0: So you'll be the second to admit. I'm the second to admit. That both sides are doing reprehensible things. Okay. Putting their agenda ahead of truth. And that's not cool. Not cool, guys. Not cool,
1: bro. Well, I mean, I think, uh, as, as it's good to get this out. Cause I feel like my optimism is coming back and, you know, as shitty as it is, I think people that are, you know, out there talking to their friends about it at the bar or the cafe, or, you know, you, you like to write and you start a blog or you find what you're good at and, and you, you do a job that actually means something and makes a difference in the world because that's what you're passionate about. I think that's where we're really going to yeah. start seeing changes and, um, well, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, about I think that. that
0: people, people are always afraid to speak up because they they're they're uneducated on the subject, which I am too. Like, there's a lot that I don't know, but I've been paying attention, and it doesn't take a lot to just notice when things are wrong. Like, yeah. you should be able to look at what's going on and be like, "That's not right. Like, we should be stopping this." Like, seems silly. I don't. I don't need to know like everything to be able to say that this is wrong
1: right no that's so. that's very we were taught right and wrong at a pretty young age so it's pretty easy to catch up on that but yeah let's move on let's let's not let's not keep it so low let's kind of shake the shoulders out and yeah, and, and move let's... on to the next topic
0: <laughs> okay which, what is the next topic? which is
1: weird because uh let, let's let's we have flip two number it. Let's, here. let's flip it. Let's flip it. We'll go. Uh, we should start a business. Oh, ways to quit okay. the norm and be self-sufficient. Okay. I've been playing with this topic for a long time. Jeez, man, I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, okay. Are, what, so, how are you my, approaching this one? Are we? Are we I'll,
0: I'll do my plan first. Okay, my plan so is, for is to. Are you like? It, wait, wait, hold
1: on. Are you doing this as like this is your plan? Or are you giving this out? to whoever lands on it first
0: uh this is my plan my plan is to win the lottery and then i'll be self-sufficient oh okay well that's pretty easy and then my business will be why didn't i think of that never mind i have no plan go ahead
1: (laughs) um i don't really have a plan i mean i do have a plan but it's i'm still working out the details so i'm not going to talk about it now but i think just figuring out Kind of picking backing off of what we said in the last segment or I said, um figure out what really drives you and take those values and beat the system from the inside. Uh you know, I've always kind of felt like the change into our our economic system and our capitalist approach, uh or extreme capitalist approach, I should say, was broken because it's it's been all about making the most money regardless of the repercussions. But if we can figure out how to be successful at, at the business side of things, we can infiltrate it from the inside, but actually do things we want to do for social good or, or, or environmental good, which I think still kind of rolls into social. So just... Finding that thing, finding what you're what you're good at and what you're passionate about, taking those values and figuring out a way to slowly build up and disrupt disrupt the uh, the waters that you're in, and and potentially change the currents. Uh, and I'm still trying to figure that out myself, but I have to keep reminding myself that I I want to do something that's different than what
0: well. You know, if if you, if you have something to offer that um, appeals to values that you have, like we're, there's a, there's billions of people out there. There's chances are there's a lot of people that share your concerns and your values. So if you can offer a service that is, um, I would say, takes into account those values and respects them and isn't abusive, then people that share those values are going to gravitate to that business. So, Absolutely. Like, for example, if you, uh, this is a stupid example, but if, you've, if there's like an oil change service that demonstrates that, you know what, we're, we actually recycle our own oil to make sure that it's definitely going to the right place, you know, then there's a lot of people that be like, oh, you know what, like that's a little bit more reassuring. I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Even, even if it co- does cost a little bit more money. That's one thing yeah, I've actually like, learned Like, for, in, for perfect example for me as a consumer, because I am a consumer and I uh, have been recently purchasing some new clothing articles because I don't do that very often. And I made it a point to make sure that I'm buying from places that are have an economic or I'm sorry, not an economic, but an environmental uh, compass and they are definitely more expensive, but
0: well, you know why? That's because doing things the right way costs more.
1: Exactly, and I, and I think that we've been groomed to be used to just this throwaway culture. Things are the cheap, and I get it. everyone's got bills. You, you know, we're all trying to keep up with the Joneses, but that's part of the problem, right? You've got the WalMarts of the world that would say, uh, or I shouldn't put words in their mouth. They don't say this, but they offer products that at, at at barrel bottom barrel prices, and I
0: you can you can trash Walmart all you want, man. I got no problem. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say they said something, but the, what they distribute, and, and it could be great business acumen. I don't know, but things that are you get a, you buy a t shirt for two dollars, you just don't feel you don't even think about the fact that it costs. It took like a teaspoon of pesticide or whatnot to make this one t shirt from you know seed to to end product and that's, that's a, seems and we like eventually a,
0: just, stu- seems like a lot.
1: <laughs> uh, cotton is a huge tax on the environment in terms of what it requires. Okay. Um, but
0: well, maybe I'm just, maybe I just uh, haven't been educated. And,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's ahead. Uh, uh, ahead. Nonetheless, so I, I, I think that uh, going back to my original point is, is you, I'm paying a little, I'm paying more, considerably more than what I could pay for other products, but I'm doing it because it it, it does make me feel better. It, it puts my mind at ease, and and I and I everyone talks about the market and money, and you say, okay, fine. If money talks, then us as consumers ha- do have the ultimate power. We just have to pay more for the things that we want, but we can actually dictate change, and we're seeing that. You know, we're seeing companies that didn't care about the environment or their or what their um, social uh, image was—they're now realizing that oh man, people care about this. We've got to change the way we approach business, and uh, for those free market capitalists, that's competition. That's market, and we as consumers get to control that. So that's kind of fun. It's kind of exciting. We have to we yeah, have to buy less, consume less. You know, like don't throw stuff away. But like at the end of the day, as,
0: as little people. Like, basically, the only power we really have as small, little people is our our vote, which you, a lot of people would argue that that doesn't really do much anyway. <laughs> it's a whole different topic.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other topic. And our, and our money. Like, we, you know, where we put our money, especially with, like, the whole social media aspect and, like, tech companies tracking, like, everything that you, like, look up and talk about and research, like, they... they targeted advertising and all that stuff like it's you they they know what you're spending your money on so if you are are intentional with with how you spend your money then then that'll make the difference like if everybody is intentional then we'll that it'll send a message so
1: that's the uh that's the description of, of the podcast right there intentional just be intentional yeah
0: it's not cool. literally the description of the podcast. No, but I, I it, should that's, that's it should be. that's the
1: word of the day. I think you nailed it right on the head. Is be intentional.
0: Okay. And In everything that you do. Um, All right. I think we're. So we, we need to like lighten up topics a little bit here.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was going to say because if we go that was heavy. It was good. It was necessary. It's going to be heavy to if we go back. So uh, let's. Um...
0: We should be late to the party. Oh yeah. This, this, is, this is, is a new segment. I'll, I'll, I'll this introduce this one. one. So, this is one. Um, so this is we should be late to the party and this is basically where we're not really plugged in we don't have our ear to the streets to the like the young kids and what's hip so we'll find something randomly on the internet and be like oh my gosh this is cool and then realize this this actually like was a big thing like a year ago and we just missed it so we're gonna talk about some stuff that we found that we think is cool and if you haven't then you should show up late to the party with us because this is a party you need to be a part of.
1: Uh, I don't so I'll know. go first. I feel like we'll see.
2: Yeah,
0: come on. Okay, so I stumbled across a music video on YouTube that is low budget, low-fi, and amazing. This band is from Australia. I think they're from Queensland, Australia. And they are trashy. In a way that American punk rock Can no longer be We're too self aware in America That it's not pure anymore You know everybody's like Oh I'm trying to sound punk or whatever Or I'm trying to be this or I'm trying to be that These guys just genuinely are just like We're just trying to like Do whatever and have fun And it, It's it's very It's a pure kind of punk rock And the band is called The Chats And the video is called Smoko And it's it's like they're unintentionally great but it's really good I suggest you listen to it check them out um if you're a fan of punk rock you'll probably like it if you don't like punk rock then you probably won't like it because it is a little raw but I think it's great I think it's really good and apparently this went viral like a couple years ago and they're going on tour in the US I follow them on on uh Instagram now and they just announced they're coming to the US although not to the Pacific Northwest so I won't be able to go see them but
1: Wait, how close they're, are they They're coming? pretty good. What's the closest they're coming?
0: The West Coast, like they're coming to California or something like that.
1: We should go and. And I'm, I'm not going to California. Why, dude? I'm not.
0: I don't love them that much. I'm not going to California to see a band. All right, your your turn.
1: Oh, okay. This is my, this is my turn. Okay. Uh, well, my initial topic for this was we kind of touched on it before, and you laughed at me and. That was cool. Um, I, I I was watching videos on YouTube or it might have been Facebook. I've been really trying to come back to my Facebook, so I, I, I'm pretty sure it, it was basically a bunch of panda videos. And there's a video <laughs> of a mom just munching on some bamboo or something, and this tiny newborn baby panda. Sneezes And it was I mean I'll hand it to mom It was Huge For how big This baby panda was And The mom Just Jumps And Stops eating Looks Looks at Looks at the baby With this really kind of Perplexed face Especially you know Panda face With like the crazy coloring And the eyes And all that And then just kind of Goes back to eating the Whatever it was She was eating And I thought that was great Because I have a very Low bar for humor
0: But so on our other... when I thought of, when you first no 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 when you first initially proposed this one for the for the segment we should be late to the party my initial thought was Nick it's it's called we should be late to the party not we should show up to work the next day and hear about the party that people went to and you didn't even go to because this video is literally like it's got to be like fifteen years old
1: it's not fifteen like it's years old a, there's no way it's so.
0: If there was, if you went to a museum that said the history of the internet, this would be like in the first hallway. Like it's, it's a classic. Like it's a very, it's adorable. Like it's a great video. Who says we shouldn't have museums?
1: This is perfect. This would be a perfect (laughs) example. I'm exhibit A here. I would have missed out on this video altogether. I guess the other thing would be uh, we we touch on this. But honestly,
0: after saying all that, I told my wife about it and she was like, what video are you talking about? And so I showed her and she was like, oh, that's great. But so clearly, (laughs) <laughs> the two people that are like okay my podcast partner and my wife like hadn't seen the video so you know what if you haven't seen the video go watch it it's great Wait,
1: so did she was she just very nonchalant like oh that's great or did she actually laugh and go i want to watch that again
0: she watched it a couple times okay
1: yeah. good i feel better about myself now i was like man my <laughs> entertainment level is just way too low <laughs> <laughs> um and the, i guess the other thing is we talked about it a little bit too but baby shark like i don't have kids but my uh, my girlfriend is a uh, a teacher in training, and uh, she is around them all the time. So she's and she's got nephews and all that. So she she's well aware of the the kids stuff. But a baby shark was not a new thing for her. And and the, I, I I guess I've never truly heard the original song, but I've seen videos of kids asking for baby shark and and then uh there's i can't there's a band out of they're from i want to say they're from tijuana um but my professor it... had posted it and they do a, a a version of i guess a baby shark cover and it's just great it's like mariachi kind of i guess i don't i don't even think it's mariachi but it's really good <laughs> it's but it's baby shark though it's a children's song and I, I i really dig it
0: and there's probably some good covers of it at this point um i've got some stories i've got two two young daughters one's four and one is one and a half and there's something about this song that is is magic like kids love this song like it's got like hand motions and it's very catchy and blah 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 like it, it's everywhere at this point point. and I, i'm an electrician and so you know I, I i have a service fan so i'm doing like work around and um couple weeks ago I did this I had to do this job in uh in Georgetown and it was like this really high-end daycare center they had something short out and had to pull a new new wires to feed basically their HVAC system and so I was in basically working in a daycare center for about six hours one day and I heard I heard Baby Shark coming from different classrooms sung from like it was all day like and this is this was a few weeks ago and this song has been out for maybe a couple of years now like the the popularized version at least and it's still just like it owns the room like kids it works like if you have kids and like you're trying to get them to like pay attention or calm down or something this is like the magic wand like just play the song and like you've got their attention it's there's probably something i don't know it it, it it's just that it works so uh, I'll I'll give you that. Even though it's everywhere, and I'm sure everyone's heard it now. But if you have kids, you know about it. And if you're just having kids and you're struggling, use the song. There's no shame in it.
1: It's weird. It's got this just, weird control, even over me. I I smile when I heard. I, I sent you a, a link to the version I'm talking about, and when I listened to this one, you did. Oh yeah. I didn't get it, dude. I, I, no shame actually i am a little ashamed to admit this but when i first heard this version there was a couple of times when i went to work in the morning and i had to start doing stuff and I, I i popped my headphones on and i i played this bad boy and granted the song was stuck in my head the rest of the day uh it was good and i felt good about it
0: you know what music music is meant to be enjoyed so if you find something that you enjoy and it makes you happy then who cares what people say like if you want to listen to Baby Shark and that's going to make your day better, then do it.
1: That should if be you talking to Nickelback. Talk to kids and songs. you if you want Oof. to rock
0: out to Nickelback, go right ahead. Just don't Just like don't tell put us it on headphones it. or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't don't roll down your truck windows and blare that. Actually do. You that. know what? Actually do, if I if I saw, what if you I saw somebody
0: if I saw somebody rocking out with the windows down to Nickelback, it would probably make my day too, but not because I thought the music was good, but just because you're I feel you're like a great that's time. hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah Enjoy fine. yourself. Yeah. People Sh- should be less yourself. shameful about <laughs> Sure. Yeah, there you go. All right. So I'm going to. I have one last We Should Be Late to the Party. And this is very, very late because this goes all the way back to 1976. And this is an article that was sent to be sent to me by one of my wife's co-workers actually um, who stumbled across it and um i gotta look it up real quick because basically what this is is this is oh you did send it to me i just realized on my phone um in 1976 a canadian elementary school in vancouver um the uh actually not in vancouver in british columbia uh the langley school uh i forget what town it was but basically i found this article or it was sent to me this music teacher basically had this concept and I think this is absolutely brilliant um he wasn't like a really trained music teacher but the concept that he had was that kids like kids music is patronizing to kids like you I mean we just talked about baby shark and that's like whatever that's like that's its own thing but you know you're saying oh let's sing twinkle twinkle little star or itsy bitsy spider and it's like we're we're dumbing down music to kids that don't need it. Like, sure, what really is going to resonate with kids is music that speaks to what they're experiencing. Which, like, kids experience fear, kids experience loneliness, kids experience like all these things. That, and it seems kind of dark. Like, oh, we don't want to expose our kids to this stuff, but they're they're feeling it. So if you have music that helps them understand what they're feeling, then they're going that's going to re- mean more to them and resonate more with them. And so basically, what he did is he taught the kids like songs out of popular music that like, you know, had like these emotions in them and they recorded an album, or I think they recorded like a couple albums. And it's, if you listen to it, it's actually not, it's not, they're not super skilled. It's some of the stuff's a little off key, but it's really, really good. Like it's amazing. Like you listen to it and you're like, Like there's this, they do a version of my favorite one that I listened to. They did a version of Desperado from by the Eagles. Ooh, and and it starts out with like the this guitar is playing, and there's I'm I'm assuming it's a girl, but they're kids, so you know it could be a boy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, who knows? But it's very, it's like understated and like it's emotional and it's 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 just good. And so I. It, apparently somebody found these recordings and like put it out as an album. And if you look it up, it's on Spotify or it's just on the internet. Just look up look up Langley Schools, um, Langley Schools Music Project, and check it out. And give these people some credit because um, with rudimentary musical training and music skills, they made something that what is it like 40 years later people it's like it's critically acclaimed like it came out in like i think they re-released it in 2015 or something the critics are like this is actually really good like the arrangements are good they do a uh david bowie cover of space odyssey that's really good like it's it's just fun like you listen to it and you're like oh it's a bunch of kids playing pop songs from the 70s but it's 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 amazing check it out
1: i will i made note of that actually I'll check it out for sure. That sounds cool. That's why we should have music in schools, right? That's why we should keep the arts in schools. That's public PSA right there.
0: Yeah, there you go. But I, I really, when I was reading the article about it before I even listened to it, I really latched on to the idea that um, kids are are smarter than we give them credit for. Like, like sh- they they can even if they don't understand like lyrics, like music has power. Like. If they like a song and it speaks to them, then that's, you know, they, they're they experiencing emotions too. We shouldn't uh, try to protect them, so to speak, from, I don't know, experience, or like understanding those emotions.
1: Oh, no, I agree. That's good. They're not, they're just little humans, right? Eventually, if we stop yeah. trying to shelter them from the world, they'll... Uh,
0: I mean, obviously there is a you need to protect them from a lot of things. Sure. But um, sure. I think uh
1: emotion's not one of them. Th-
0: yeah, thinking that they don't that they're not there and that they don't understand is is selling them short, you know.
1: Yeah. I agree. I mean I I, I again I don't have children of my own, so I can't I don't think I'm as uh as well versed in the subject as you are, but I th- that definitely that makes perfect sense to me. We all we all have <laughs> emotions, right? And and kids, yeah, like, they they really do react that way. It seems like M- knee jerk more so than we do. And but it it, it just kind of seems like theirs is so pure, I guess, in the sense that they just don't.
0: Yeah, no, it it. It's untainted, definitely. Yeah, so, untainted.
1: Yeah, they don't they don't know what to make of it, so they're just purely reacting on how they feel.
0: Yeah. And so, on that note, I'm going to skip nine and move right into our cab, because we're—this we're, we're this is a long episode, and I don't want to go crazy with it. So Dare
1: I say our longest?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about to get longer, because this next segment is—, is She said. —is one that's very personal to me. So— this next segment is called We Should Lean In. And what that means is, you know, I'm getting older. I'm 36. I, I, I don't get to do a lot of the things that I enjoyed when I was younger. Um, I have a family. I have kids. I have a job. I have responsibilities. Um, I used to play in a band. Um, that was a big part of my life for a long time. Um, I think, Nick, you you played music too, right? I...
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Well, you were, you were involved in music on... That was I, what? I, To what degree.
1: Sorry, I didn't hear that. That's part.
0: not important. We can get into that later. Okay, sorry. Because this is this is about me right now. Yeah, that's right. So, um <laughs> uh so I was like, you know what, I what what am I now? What because that was who I was then, that's not who I am now. What am I now? And I'm just gonna lean into that. So basically what I decided to do, and this is inspired by my four year old daughter, is I'm going to start making music again, and I'm going to include my daughter because that's who I am now. I'm a dad, and I don't really care about a band or making it, so to speak, or any sort of that thing. This is just for fun and for work-life balance. Like, I'm going to do something I enjoy. I'm going to include my family because that's who I am now. I'm a family guy. So, I started a punk band with my daughter.
1: Nice. And...
0: The name of our band is Mushalaka. And that is a word that she came up with last year um, when she used to give concerts on our front porch every evening of the summer. And she would say, she would come up with different names as she would perform as different personas. And one of her personas that came up repeatedly was Mushalaka. I don't know where she got the name from, but it stuck.
1: Sounds exotic.
0: No, that's, it does. But um, I think maybe she she was probably watching a lot of Moana at the time. Um, so maybe it came from that somehow. But it's so that's just the name of the band. Um, she gives me concepts for lyrics. We, we brainstorm lyrics and song topics. And then I write the songs and record them and put her on the recording as well. So we're going to end this podcast with our first single, which is entitled Lessons. And uh, she is featured on it. She's definitely the best part of it. And future songs will have more of her on it because I realized after listening to it multiple times that uh, she's the best part of the song. So, Nick, have you listened to it yet? I sent yeah, it to it's, you. No, it's good. Huh? I,
1: I think that was my favorite part of the song so when she, is when she chimes in.
0: Yeah, You're so good too, though. She's he, definitely going to be.
1: Your wit is very, very uh, well placed in there.
0: Okay, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely, like, made the lyrics fit and, like, rhyme or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so, we're going to end it on that. And so, thank you for listening. Um, be excellent to each other. as I'm going to keep using that as a sign-off, even though I think I oversold it last time. Hustle sleep. But, uh, this is the first single from Mushalaka entitled Lessons. And thank you for listening.
2: If your shoelaces are untied, you should tie them right away. Cause if you don't you might trip and fall and hurt yourself okay. Okay. And if you need a band-aid, got some options here for you. We've got Elsa, Snoopy, Spider-Man, and Finding Nemo too. Cause these are lessons we always learn the hard way. Lessons we have to learn ourselves. Lessons we always learn the hard way Lessons we can't learn from someone else This pizza just came out of the oven oh, pizza, I love pizza! Blow on it before you take a bite I do what I wanna do But it seems the laws of nature to you just don't apply No, you just can't wait, you dive right in and scream with all your might Now the roof of your mouth, it's blistering, oh no If you had only listened to your dad then you would know that These are lessons we always learn the hard way Lessons we have to learn ourselves Lessons we always learn the hard way Lessons we can learn from someone else Are these lessons working? Am I getting through to you? I just don't think you understand, Dad. This will kids do. Okay, growing up can wait a bit. Let's go do something fun. Like finding out how much candy we can eat without throwing up. <coughs>
0: Oh. Oh, oh, too much. Oh, not fun. Oh, I was wrong.
2: Why would you let me do oh, that? I'm
0: sorry.